this is Wicked Spursy. Wicked Spursy, Mike, Steve, and Dave. Mike, how you doing? Uh, doing pretty good today, Dave. Uh, hope I have my audio of it, uh, issues fixed this week. Um, I think that I, I think that possibly uh, they're fixed. If you guys aren't hearing anything weird on your end, um, yeah, you're good to go. You sound you sound uh, your voice is resonating like the uh, the organ pipes of a beautiful church. Oh, that's lovely because I, I yeah, I've, I've I've had a cold for the past week, so. Maybe See, that's I have this weird right? thing where where every time he opens his mouth, there's just this piercing noise that just scratches right down to my very soul. I don't know what it, that is, but uh... it, that's it's, it's it's my voice. <laughs> to, oh. <laughs> to our listeners well, on our last awkward. our last pod, Mike was really really upset because uh, we learned that that audio is something that mike takes very seriously and when it's his audio that's a little bit out of whack for some reason that we don't know because steve and i sounded great um but yeah mike was pissed last week steve had steve was like a little echoey to start and so i like when i started listening re-listening i was like well shit you know i better tell steve that maybe he needs to get a little closer to his new mic that he's got uh because i had those issues right here mike (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you son of a bitch. And then like and 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 not two minutes later, my my voice issues uh started or my audio issues started and they didn't they never recovered. So I'm gonna um I'm gonna put it on the the fact that my daughter screwed with the computer last week. So that had to be it. That said Or um, it's the Premier League refs coming for you, Mike. Yeah, that's that's probably it might be what it is. We can get into that a little later. Um, but <laughs> this week at work was uh, it was a rough week at work. Um, but I can say uh, because I had a cold, but I can say that uh, ended up well. Um, got to watch my son play some soccer. Unfortunately, I was on call uh, yesterday and didn't get to watch my daughter uh, run in her uh, cross country race. But um, that's that's perfectly fine. She's uh She's okay with uh, critical dad not not being there. She she's not <laughs> she's she's not one to take criticism of uh, of her running well, especially from a fat guy. You know. <laughs> um, no, I, I do love watching her run, and I and I love I, I love watching my kids succeed at stuff. So um, today was uh, was kind of the culmination of that. Lucas uh, played a, uh, a a team, a new team in their league. They came from another league. Um, and as, as far as I could tell, I, I know that the league is run or that the, their club is run by um, by some uh, European uh, immigrants and uh, they they cater to, um, you know, kids who are a uh, little less fortunate and can't um, can't can't pay to play like we have in the U.S. Um, so. Uh, Burlington Football Club does the same thing. So this group is called the Vermont Patriots. Uh, they have a number of local kids and a number of uh, children uh, children of immigrants. Um, and I believe they have two or three guys who run the club. Uh, I think they're Croatian. I'm not positive. Um, 
Don't quote me on any of that. Don't fact check me if you if, if you're into doing that. Um, but I can say that these kids Steve. are these kids are well coached. They they played really really well. Um, my son's team had are also a very good well coached team, um, and they had a game today. It was physical. It was uh, a lot of pinpoint great passing. A lot of midfield work. Uh, balls being picked off in the midfield. Um, and despite the 3-2 scoreline, it seemed like for long stretches, the, none of the, neither team could break through to, to score. Um, this team that we played, they, they were, like I said, physical, they're fast, but they seemed to counterattack really well. Um, our club um, doesn't do that. Our club passes the ball. They play Dutch-style soccer, so a lot of passing. Um, similar to kind of like... Um, Mikel Arteta ball, you know, get the ball, get the ball to a point where you can basically pass it into the goal. Um, but Lucas uh, did because of the physicality in this game, he, he uh, got into a little hand fighting and uh, with another little kid who was a fantastic footballer. And uh, he ended up drawing a penalty because the kid he was playing with, it got so frustrated at Lucas's speed and aggressiveness that uh, he grabbed him by the throat and threw him backward. So Lucas got to take a penalty shot and won the game for his club. And he well went right done. down the middle, just like I knew he would. <laughs> well done. He earned the Dave, opportunity. Dave saw to win, the video. Right? Dave saw the video and thought it was a little panenka, but hey, uh, nothing wrong with that. He did kind of deke. He did kind of deke the the keeper. So, I, I, I'm proud proud dad again this weekend. Both my kids. Very nice. Very nice. And that really makes me laugh that your daughter doesn't want to take any running tips from, from dad. She's like, dad, you don't know anything about what I'm doing. So stay out of it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's super correct. That's super <laughs> just the beginning, Mike. Trust she'll, me. she'll never, she'll never say that she's the best runner out there, but she just definitely doesn't want to take any criticism. So I just tell her that I love her and I'm happy that I hope that she's smiling at the end of the race. There you go. She that's runs a, a three, she runs a three K three times a week. So it's more than I've ever done. Very good. Very good. Hey, Steve, how about you, man? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, can't really complain this week. No exploding cars or anything like that. Uh, I will say I did almost miss our recording myself uh, simply because I got caught up reading a book that I could not put down. It was... Uh, it's kind of funny, right? So you've got Isaac uh, running all around. He wants to play. He's all full energy. And I'm just sitting there like, buddy, like, just leave me the fuck alone. I need to read this fucking book. Like, you have no idea. It's It's got me in its clutches. And I need to finish it. And uh, is, it fire, is it Fireman Sam? No, it's a, a book called From Below uh, by okay. Darcy Coates. Okay. Um, I, I, those Fireman Sam books, don't discount those, Steve. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, like, this was, it, it was funny because Natalie's, you know, Isaac, leave daddy alone. He's trying to read, like, just go play here, come play with me. And then at some point she's like, so where are you going? And I'm sitting there like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm reading this book. I'm sitting right here. I'm going to finish this goddamn book. <laughs> she's like, no, for, for your podcast. And I looked at the time. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> so late. It was already like uh, 620 when she had told me and I had to put my bookmark in there, throw that thing down grab my stuff, come upstairs. Uh, but man, there's nothing quite like getting a, uh, 
a book that captures you like that. That just, especially on a nice, cold, rainy day like today, like this, it was perfect Sunday activities. Is it crazy that I was actually thinking of turning the heat on as a possibility today? Have you guys crossed that threshold yet? Where, no? Mike? Um, Dave, uh, in my house, it's November. I don't give a fuck how cold you are. I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. Put an extra pair of socks on, put a sweatshirt on. Yep. Uh, that's, propane that's is expensive. Extremely. I, I had fuel oil filled the other day and about oh, choked that's up worse. the dollar amount. Yeah, yeah. I, I, or, I, I, or lock in my, I lock in my price in June because uh, I knew it wasn't going to get any cheaper. So Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Hey, Steve, you talked about uh, showing up for the podcast. You have uh, another little something that's in your, your repertoire now. You want to talk to us about your latest venture? My latest venture? I guess Yours. I could spare a few words for it. So, um, you know, it, cause it is one of those things that, you know, doing it yourself, you're all self-conscious about it. Right. So I did start my own little, uh, variety show, uh, called trash talk that, uh, I've put out two episodes so far. I actually recorded the third one yesterday, uh, to be released on Thursday. Um, but it was just one of those things, you know, I, I, I've mentioned before on, on our show that, uh, you know, I, I talk to my therapist every week just for some mental health maintenance. Uh, and you know, she was like, Hey, you know, you always talk about how great doing wicked Spursy is and how you get to get some of those, you know, stressors, those soccer related stressors off your chest and you feel better doing it. You ever thought about doing that for some of your other, um, you know, your other, not necessarily interests, but major pain points that eat away <laughs> at my mind. Uh, like, like the real life stressors as opposed to the yeah, uh, English exactly. football ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll give it a shot, see how it goes. Uh, you know, I felt really self-conscious about the first one. And then I had, uh, I got to do an episode with my sister, which just felt like natural. It felt really good to do. Um, so I feel like I'm starting to get in that groove, you know, figure things out, figure out what I do best um, in my own space. Cause you know, when I'm with you guys, I at least have people to bounce ideas off of and I'm not eating up the entirety of the time, but I'll tell you what, man, like if you're trying to fill 30 minutes of content by yourself and I don't care how much you've prepped, it's not enough. Like I, I was writing like, you know, five pages, single spaced in word. And then I get to the bottom of page two or three. And I look at the uh, little timer. It's like, you've, you've talked for five minutes. It's like, well, son of a bitch. What am I going to talk about for another 25 minutes? I've already hit everything, but uh, no, it, it should be fun. You know, I've just grabbed whatever topic appeals to me for a given week and uh, see where that goes. But it's been a little, it's been fun. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do. Steve, I was going to ask you how much prep you, you have to do, because I mean, the three of us, obviously, and we've said this before, we just, we used to try to prep a little bit and we realized we were much better if we just wing it and go at it on our own, but that's easier with three of us. If, if one of us has nothing to say, somebody can always fill in. So yeah, there's a little bit more, uh, a little bit more legwork on the front end of yours, I'm presuming is a fair way to put it. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's an opinion show, so it's not like I'm going out there spitting facts, right? It's just me talking bullshit for 30 minutes. Um, but, but you're a, you're a data guy though. So you also like to have some, I some do like to throw numbers too. out. Yeah. So I do, I do grab some research and find some, you know, some number statistics and I try to grab them from, you know, um, 
unbiased sources just so nobody comes back and says you claim you're unbiased but you grabbed it from you know lefty mcwebsite or whatever the fuck it is and uh i just don't want to have to deal with internet trolls um that's that's vfnhp.org uh <laughs> no but but even still like i just, I just plugged i just plugged my union just so you know <laughs> no but even thanks, even thanks the, trotsky yeah even the episode i recorded yesterday which is on uh it'll be on local elections um i still had to like figure out these are the points that i want to hit so i make sure that i talk about each thing and under each point i want to make sure i touch on this this and this and um you know while i'm doing it obviously there are things that come to me where it's like oh by the way let me go on a little tangent here but you know it, doing it by yourself you kind of need that structure to at least bring you back to the topic of conversation um but yeah, it's much easier to do it when you've got uh, three knowledgeable guys pitching in as opposed to trying to carry it all yourself. No, oh, cool. Hey, I'm I'm glad uh, Mike and I are both are glad you're doing it. That's a that's a cool venture. And uh, so once again, that's called Trash Talk. You can get it on all of your. Uh, I'm sorry, is it Trash Talk? Or is there another word in the title? No, it's Trash Talk. Trash Talk. Find us. We're on social. Uh, trash Talk Pod VT. Um, but yeah, on on all of them, just about at this point, Spotify, Apple, you know, whatever Amazon's is, I don't even know. I just literally clicked a bunch of add to directory buttons and hoped for the best. So very good. Yeah, very good. fun stuff. So hey, we're in the uh, we're in the midst of the international break. Um, you guys want to talk a little football in terms of what you've been seeing or anything that caught your eye across the past few days? Mike, what's on your mind? Um, yeah, so um, I. Typically don't do a lot of international football, um, you know, at, at this point in the season, just because a lot of, a lot of times, you, you know, it's a lot of complete fucking nonsense. So, like, you know, you get the U.S. taking on Japan. You get a lot of friendlies, right? Um, and this year, which, you know, it's, it's this year is great um, in European soccer because you know, you have the Nations League going on, the group stage. The thing that sucks about the Nations League, um, you know, whether it's whether it's CONCACAF, you know, which the U.S. plays in, or whether it's, you know, the UEFA, which, you know, England plays in, uh, you know, Italy, uh, Belgium, you know, the, all the big, big clubs. The thing that sucks about Nations League is that it starts now in the group stage and then, you don't get into the round of, you know, 16, 32, and 16, and the the quarters and such until, like, fucking May, April and May, which really sucks, because then, by then you forget about it, you know? Um, and what really is kind of a, another drawback of having it this year at this time is the fact that you have World Cup coming up, so these big clubs are out there just warming up for, like, you know, your Belgiums, your Germanys, your Frances. They're out there warming up for their World Cup runs. They're not out there trying to, they do put out great, great lineups with lots of superstars out there. But they, they're not out there trying to bust their ass because it's not the World Cup. They're not out there to, to, to try and, to try, it's not the Euros even. So... They're not out there to try and be the best country and, and, and win this big, big trophy this year because of the World Cup. It's a warm-up for World Cups. Just like the U.S. was, the U.S. game versus Japan was a warm-up for World Cup. 
Um, and I think it's it's to get some of the fringe players onto the pitch to see what they can they can bring to this to their teams to their country's teams. And I know I talked about a little bit about the the fellas that are going to be playing for the U.S. Um, who was going to be absent um, during the international break. Um, both of the uh, both of the Robinsons are out and. Um, you know the U.S. did not play well. They had some some of their uh, big players taken off at halftime because it was just a, a garbage performance. There um, somehow Luca Della Torre still gets put out there in the midfield, and I think he is just just terrible. I think Greg Berhalter is making a mistake keeping him out there. Um, I think Greg Berhalter is a mistake. I, he is also a mistake. Um, I, I just I don't like the look of what he's doing. Uh, I, he's playing Weston McKenney on the wrong side because of Luca Delatore. Um, Serginio Dest didn't didn't look his best. He was he was taken off at halftime. Um, you didn't have Ricardo Pepe there. Like um, I think Musa played right, but you know. Um, Brennan Aronson was there, but Pulisic wasn't, you know, wasn't there. So th- there was a lot of moving parts. James Sands was there and he is, I think, I think he's a phenomenal player and he's very underrated in the team. Um, he's a weird looking dude, but you know, I, I still love the way he plays because he plays physical. Uh, he plays hard and, and uh, I think he's, uh, I think he's a kind of a calming influence out there. He passes really well. Um, so the U.S. team had a rough time against Japan, but again, they weren't out there to try and put the best team out there and try and win that game. They were out there to try and get guys some some minutes. They have to get their keepers minutes because, um, because this is the first time since the mid '90s that a U.S. keeper hasn't had more than more than. I can't remember the the number of appearances. I I think that the most appearances that any of these uh, keepers that we have are going to have are somewhere between seven and ten in, for their clubs. So, and I think that like a lot of a lot of our keepers historically have you know fifty to sixty appearances for their club before they go into the World Cup, and we're just not going to have that. So. You know, Zach Steffen being hurt and removed from the team. Who knows if he's going to come back and, and slot in. That's It's going to be it's going to be tough for the United States going forward. But, you know, they have to get some guys healthy. They have to find the French players. Um, Cameron Carter-Vickers wasn't there. Um, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. Uh, and it's the same for the European teams. You saw England lose to Italy. You saw uh, Germany lost. Um, Belgium lost today. Like a lot of these teams, they're, they're they're going out there and they're playing hard, and they're putting great players out there. But they're just trying to get their legs under them, get the get them used to the systems, and, uh, for the upcoming World Cup in another two months. You know, so it's it's an interesting time to be uh, to be a soccer fan, uh, especially a world soccer fan. I didn't even get to watch any of the South American friendlies. Speaking of South America, you guys, I read something today about Argentina was asking 
its players to ask their clubs to not play them in the final club games before the World Cup. Do you guys see anything about that? I didn't, but that sounds like something that would happen. <laughs> Just opens up a whole interesting question slash debate, right? Like, how do you, I know how I'd handle that. Shut up. Go, go yeah, do your Conte, work. I'd prefer to kill you. <laughs> yeah, right. And I mean, you say yeah. you say yes to that, and then how many other how many other international players do you have on your team that all of a well, sudden? Well, I mean, gonna, it's not like they're going to. Too. You know, they don't turn around and say, "Oh, you know, you guys have an important match coming up. Maybe we don't need to start your best player in a meaningless friendly for them to get injured." They don't do that. Like they're going to keep playing these guys because, you know, like you said, Mike, they want their legs to get under them. They want them to get used to the system, get used to playing with each other. Um, You know, they're not going to bend over for the club teams. I don't think the club team should bend over for the countries. I I think it's, yeah, I I think it's nonsense. As much as uh, my sports nationalism, uh, I, I love the Olympics and I love running for the United States. Um, in, in my fellow countrymen, in 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 all that in the World Cup, and I and I love the women's game, uh, in that way. I don't wa- watch enough of the women's game to actually know anything about the clubs, but I could I could say I totally agree, Steve. Like I think it's complete and utter nonsense that these countries would come out and say don't play these players. Uh, if I were the clubs, I I would one hundred percent call them back and say hey. Um, just hear me out here. You're not going to like what I have to say, Just, but just hear me out. Fuck you. <laughs> we pay them money well to said. do this. Well said. But at the same time, they get the owners get paid by, by playing these players. I, I, I don't know where these countries would get off saying shit like that. I understand these these countries a lot. Some of these countries make money off of their sports, off of their national sports and that kind of stuff. But Argentina doesn't need the soccer money just because they want Messi to be healthy for international friendlies. It's fucking nonsense. Steve, as a uh, as a partial South American guy, how do you feel about that? I, I it's all bullshit. I mean the way that they structure these international competitions, like, you know, they're, it's a marketing gimmick is what it is, right? Nations league in particular, it's billed as being much more frequent competitive fixtures between a high class European sides, but all it does is contribute to fixture congestion. It fucking destroys these players as they, you know, slog through a grueling schedule for club and country especially in a world cup year i mean world cup i understand once every four years you know it's a really big deal huge prize on the line but did you really need to invent another fucking competition to just take players and and grind them down to dust so that your countries can make a few extra bucks it it just started in 2018 right yeah it's fucking crazy dude yeah, that's just what they need. More competitive fixtures congesting their schedules and absolutely like I swear these guys when they end up retiring, you know, I'm talking the younger guys who are going to be with Nations League from its inception all the way mm-hmm. through the mm-hmm. end of their career, they're going to have so many fucking physical problems, you know, that it it's 
it's ridiculous. I, I'm looking forward to the study that gets published in 20, 30 years from, uh, you know, people following some of these players at the end of their careers, what is, what's happened to them, you know, kind of like those studies that are coming out saying heading the ball is, uh, you know, maybe not so good for the old memory. Um, but what do I know? I'm not a doctor. I'm just uh, some guy. <laughs> just some guy. Just some guy. You know, and it's funny. I, I haven't thought about this. And Mike, I'm willing to bet maybe you have. The off season for these guys is tiny compared to kind of the other, at least major American sports I'm thinking about. I'm trying to think of, you know, football for most teams, even if you're a playoff team wraps in January, right? Uh, this is American football I'm talking about. And then they go back to camp um, generally in late July or August. Um, NBA wraps, I want to say, if you go to the finals, it wraps in June and they go back in like late October, November, I want to say. Um, not, not enough of a hockey guy to know for sure, but I'm just like, what is, what does uh, world football have a couple months of, of downtime? Basically you got the month of June and July and then August you're back at it. I think that's kind of how, how things play out. So Steve, your point about these guys just getting burned, burned to the ground. It's valid. It's valid. Those legs never stop moving basically. Yeah. And there's always another competition, right? Euros yeah. there's um, the gold cup or whatever the fuck you know we're doing in, in Concacaf these days that's true and euros is a summertime competition right so on, on yeah. euro i mean yeah. world cup typically is too you know you go to the world cup with your your squad you're basically meeting up with them you know two weeks after the the club season ends you go yep. through a major competition that ends a month later then you've got what maybe a month of downtime before you have to come back to your club and start it all over again yeah that's hadn't thought about that very interesting there's something else I'm thinking about. You guys want to know what it is? I, I do, Dave, very much. I, I just have this question bouncing around in my mind. Um, and I think the only way to get this question answered is to ask it. And that question is, hey, Mike, what you drinking? Oh, oh brilliant hey. question, Dave. I'm so glad you brought that up. Thank <clears> you. <throat> Thank you, Steve. Because I don't know if Mike was prepared. I know you were, but I don't know if, I don't know if Mike was prepared. prepared. Always. I'm prepared. I, I mean, I have I have the beer here. I've promised Perfect. it to our friends on the Extra Inch Discord. Um, so this beer is a beer for the season. Um, traditionally, I hate pumpkin ale. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Why, um, why, why do you hate it, Mike? I don't know what it is. Um, it's it's the flavors, I think. It's, you know, I don't, I don't like the pumpkin spice, blah, 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 blah. Um, I can't stand That's the pumpkin funny. spice latte, whatever, all that shit. Um, I remember the first pumpkin ale that I ever had. Um, and it was Dogfish Head's pumpkin. Right. And so that was their, that's like their signature beer. Like Sam Calgione, like. That was his beer that he made in his in his college dorm room closet, right? So when he made like I I so I drank that beer and I thought the very first time I had that first sip of pumpkin I was like, oh man, this is like drinking pumpkin pie. Got to the end of it and I was like, okay, that was that was not bad. Had another one because you know you bought a six pack. Had another one got through the second one i was like okay that's a bit much but the third one i was like why the fuck am i drinking this this is terrible 
So I get I gave a bunch of other pumpkin ales. I gave them shots. Um, I gave Shipyard's uh, pump uh, pumpkin head a shot. I just couldn't do it. I just still don't know what the difference between pumpkin head and this one that I'm gonna do right now is. It's another shipyard called Smash Pumpkin. Smash Pumpkin. Look at that. I don't know what the difference is. Uh, they both have like a, I think they both have like the cinnamon and blah 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 blah. Pumpkin, cinnamon, and burnt sugar is is what they say. I'm gonna open this up. I don't know what the traditional glass is. I just kind of have like a, a well, muted, a little muted stein glass. Now this is where I can chime in because I do know what the traditional glass is. At least it it's what it was for me when I was in college. And that was, uh, we would the take bottle? an actual pumpkin, carve it out, stab a spigot into it, and then fill it with beer, and you would just drink the beer straight from the pumpkin. That is how you do it. Please tell me that was a fucking thing. That was a thing that we've done, yes. <laughs> well, you know, the only time I've ever hollowed out a gourd for anything was for <laughs> something illicit, so. Hey, hey Mike, I... <laughs> Mike, a quick question for you. <laughs> In a couple of weeks, it won't be illicit. So, uh, wow, uh, this has been Wicked Spursy, everyone. Thank you very much. No way for kids. Listen. <laughs> that that visual just ruined uh, this beer for sure. Um, oh wow, I, I I didn't explain. <laughs> no, you didn't. You just left it, and and we're a bit concerned. He's going to sh- American Pie that uh, gourd. Bingo. It has American. nothing to do with American Pie. It has to do with uh, with uh, Mary American Jane. Lodge. <laughs> you need to choose your words more carefully Mike. jesus no i have to th- i just you know my mom always said you have to think before you speak you should listen to her she sounds like a smart lady my mom yeah she's a, she's a wonderful woman mike a quick a quick question before you get into this is this uh because i'm just looking at the shipyard website is this their just their smash pumpkin ale or is this the one that is bourbon barrel aged i see two different no ones. this is just the, the the traditional smash pumpkin i didn't gotcha. see a bourbon barrel aged one because i would actually um i would have actually loved to uh to open that one up and pour it directly into the fucking toilet <laughs> Our, Look, I, the Mike. Bourbon County, the Bourbon County beer was fantastic. For one, you just have one. That's fine. Bourbon barrel aged beers, I think, are nonsense unless they're stouts. So this beer, uh, this beer is. Uh, look That's at that. Dark. It's, it's dark. Cl- it's, it's dark and cloudy. It's copper colored. It's like full body looking. Like you can't see through it. You kind of can see through it, but you, it's. It's a it's a heavy looking beer. I've got it in my nice uh, muted Stein glass here. I'm going to take a quick picture for the kids. What kids? Uh, no kids should be endorsed by this product. I mean, after your gourd comment a couple minutes ago, no question. <laughs> You're going to get us canceled, Mike. What's fucking new, dude? Steve, can I come <laughs> on your podcast? I, I need a new podcast home because Mike got us canceled. Anytime, Dave. Anytime. Thanks, buddy. What's great? Appreciate what's great that. is that we have we have no contracts with anyone. Uh, <laughs> this is we true. We can't be canceled. We got really, really close to having a contract with somebody, but uh, <laughs> but, but, but Dave million, Dave killed that because he thought that was a little too illicit. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't go that that far. No, Just no, no. The, the the data is in is in our way at the moment. That's that's correct. Okay. Correct. There are hundreds and hundreds of listeners. Don't, that's right. Uh, 
Just click the subscribe button, everyone. Just click Bingo. it. Yeah, Just hook us up with or some the auto things. download button. Either one, either one that helps you know out what? too. Better we yet. got a, we got a partnership we're nurturing, folks, and we could, we could use a hand with that one because because Mike <laughs> needs help. Mike Mike really really needs Mike help. needs help. Yeah, I have to uh, I have to slap some paint on the walls in the podcast layer. So <laughs> here's a call to action for all of our listeners out there. You send it to two other guys. You tell them to send it each to two other guys. Yeah, pyramid this thing up. We'll That's end right. up expanding outwards until we've had some sort of oh damn this is a pyramid like a, scheme like, is our yeah. podcast a pyramid scheme essentially it can be yes. if you want it to be yes that's what i tell people you tell two people they'll tell two people just keep it next thing next everyone. thing you know you know we could be getting arrested for something talking about well, gourds talking that's, about gourds. that's what it's gonna jesus be. christ I, okay i'm smelling this thing it you smells just like it smells out. just like when you cut open a pumpkin to make a jack-o'-lantern and then fill that pumpkin with beer and then drink out of that pumpkin. Yes, drink God, out of college it. was a great time. <laughs> I can't tell this you is, much about college. Yeah, this is when... <laughs> that when will my... get us canceled. Yeah. While you're drinking that, I'll share another fun college story. We had a, a, a friend who decided to soak uh, watermelon in vodka so that you could have, you know, alcoholic pieces of watermelon. And this was in, you know, summertime, so it was seasonal. It was very tasty, um, but they wanted to go out to the bars after. And uh, a buddy of mine who was already on the edge um, decided he didn't want any of that liquid to go to waste. So he picked up the bowl and just started chugging it. I think he forgot it was vodka that was sitting in that bowl. He didn't make it two blocks before he just unloaded all over the street. That's... That was the only time in my entire life I had to drive him home. That sounds like something that I might have experienced as well. Yeah. At least you didn't get in a fight. I mean, that's because <clears throat> vodka makes turns like vodka and gin turns into fights, right? Which is funny because those are my two liquors of choice, but that makes sense. Now tell us about the pumpkin. So the pumpkin beer. Um,. I might have to revisit pumpkin pumpkin head too because this beer uh it it like I said it's full bodied it is really heavy drinking um I don't like it at all <laughs> You don't hear that very often folks you really don't I don't like it at all and I have three more in my fridge and I don't know if I'm going to be I'm going to be able to even pawn this off on my wife uh, usually she'll drink beers that I don't like. She has a very refined taste. She likes very specific IPAs and she likes very specific. Uh, she loves Newcastle Brown Ale. Like that's her thing. Um, this is thick. It's heavy. It's oh. thick. Um, I, it, the, I think the difference might be, uh, might be the style of beer, uh, between sh shipyards, pumpkin head and smashed pumpkin. Um, I don't like this one bit. I don't know if I'm going to make it through this beer. Um, I'm damn sure going to try. So I'm do going we have, to go do we have a, Before you go with the rating, do we have a beer advocate rating on this or a review? So, yeah. I mean. What would you find? I found I found a few, and they, and they vary. 
Um, so it gets an 84 uh, from the Beer Advocate uh, Raiders, mm. uh, which is a good, it, which is good. Yeah. Right. If you're into that sort uh, I'm, of thing, I'm looking right? at 3.96, 3.28, 4.56 out of 5. Like these are these are folks who love love pumpkin the pumpkin beers like a lot of fours a lot of high fours this guy i don't know if it's a guy or a girl but i like this uh this is this is great this is great this is this is how i feel right now so uh it, oh wow no shit uh it is nine percent uh, alcohol <laughs> all right fair enough all right so this this guy gal uh um person says 16 ounce can 16 fluid ounces uh, uh, an actual pint um nine percent abv 20 ibus ibus are the international bitterness units uh to describe how better a beer is uh Highs on the IPA scales, lows on the Pilsners. Steve, we should come up with an MBU scale, Mike bitterness units. <laughs> Mike is pretty bitter about this beer right now. How bitter Mike is on a given on a given recording session. <laughs> this, this this is how I feel right now. This is this is the perfect review of this. Um, it says semi artificial pumpkin puree flavor. Hmm. You know, like the canned pumpkin that you get. This, yep, yep. You kind of have that. You kind of get that. It's a good descriptor. Mild alcohol warmth, it 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 bites, dude. Um, allspice, nutmeg, uh, clove, uh, along with the two row, um, which is two row malt, uh, which they use to make the beers. I'm sure they use two row in this. Um, a bit too warm to be balanced, and the artificiality of the pumpkin that's supposed to be the heart of this beer really works against it. I'm not that nerdy to make a to make a review like this but it says drinkable but dull not a great pumpkin ale below average this guy gives it a c minus low c minus 2.52 out of five i swear when it comes to to beer reviews people rate things too highly you could hear this is actual garbage this is the worst thing i've ever had and it would still be like a 3.0 Mike or Steve, you're trying to condition Mike's rating right now. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what he's doing too, and I'm yeah. going to give it a, before you guys even go off and start on another tangent. I'm going to give it a two point two five. Damn, that basically split the thread of the needle, Steve. I did it again. Yeah, two days, two weeks in a row. Well, but but a much broader span tonight. Uh, Steve was coming in at one point five. I was at two point six. So you you did kind of kind of bring you're it in closer between. to Dave. Closer to Dave. Okay, so um, let's do a song because because it is uh, pumpkin ale. It's uh, Halloween time. Um, you don't. You, you say monster mash. I'm gonna throw something through my computer. No, 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 no. It's not monster that mash. Is a classic. It's not monster <laughs> mash. I already. I have this. I have this. And I the second I took a sip, I knew what it was. Do you remember the Disney uh, Halloween album? Negative. No. Oh my god. I gotta why, look this up. Why would so, that be a Disney... I think it was like the spooky sounds of Halloween or some shit. Come on. Why would I have that album, Mike? No, no, no. Do you remember it like as a kid? No. Holy shit, dude. Chilling thrilling sound of the haunted. Yes, house. chilling thrilling yeah. sounds. Yes. There's a song called Your Pet Cat. 
Look at there this. Is, it's it starts plus. off and it's like. <laughs> that's how it feels to me, this beer. Hey, to be fair, I told Dave. You Your cat is a big, thick. beautiful cat. It says, I, I swear to you. And it's just like a screeching cat. Until yeah, one so, day. Your pet cat. I see it. Yeah. So Boom. I was right. Robin Thick. It's the same thing. Your pet cat. You said Robin, Robin Thick. Yeah. Because of the, the, the yeah. thickness of the beer? And it's garbage. <laughs> I, will allow, I will allow you to, to, to smear the name of Robin Thick, but do not, do not smear his father's name. I will come after you, Stephen. I thought he was just grown in a lab. He has a father? Yeah. Alan Thick is his father. Alan? Th- really? Yes. He has a father? <laughs> <laughs> Robin Thick was grown in a lab. A All creepy, right. yeah, creepy, creepy lab. Your pet, your pet cat. Mike, did you know that uh, that album, you can get that for 70 bucks on Amazon right now. $70. Um, on on vinyl, uh, it appears to be vinyl. Yes, from what oh, I'm looking shit. at. Yeah, although I don't know if I trust the seller, but you know that's a whole different kind of question. Dude, I I would love it. My parents had it on cassette tape, <laughs> and my dad used to put my dad used to put the stereo speakers in the in the windows, and he would turn it on. When I lived in Rutland, we lived like in in like on on a main street in Rutland. I used to get tons of trick or treaters when I was a kid. And and he would put the speakers in the in the windows, and he would turn this this album on. And they, they, there was that, and there was like another spooky sounds cassette tape that he had. But yeah, my your pet cat. God. By Disney. So Mike, <laughs> I'm reading, and I just need to ask. I know this is after your time, but I'm reading an article right now about how in 2014, fish. Did a chilling, thrilling Halloween show? Did you know that? Were you there? I no, I was not there, and I did know that. But um, I did know that. In fact, interesting. All right, like but two, they, your, they, they, your, so two, like, your two great loves came together, and and you weren't. Uh, I had no, well, no. I mean, I've I've I, I I I've listened to the I've listened to the show, and I've heard that. Um, it's not like one of fish. If so, fish did this. Always does this thing on Halloween every year where they do a musical costume, and it's they cover an album. So they covered that album, um, and I mean it's fine, but they put their own music to the album. They didn't actually cover the music that's in the album. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. They use like snippets, snippets from the album. And put put it in, and then created their own music around it. Um, where in the past they've they've covered you know anywhere from like Velvet Underground to Talking Heads to the Who's Quadrophenia, Pink Floyd's uh, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Like uh, Fish is my favorite band, and maybe amongst the greatest cover bands of all time. So I won't go anywhere else besides that, but uh, yeah. So I remember that. I remember the Your Pet Cat from my childhood, and um, they may or may not have played it at a show that I've been to, but like that, I think they've probably played that song maybe four times. 
Very good. Hey, this has been uh, this has been. Hey, Mike, what you drinking? Shipyards. Uh, what was it called? Pumpkin. Smashed pumpkin. Smashed pumpkin. Mike, by the way, as we wrap this, you want to know what my favorite um, childhood holiday album of all time is? I, I I absolutely do, and I still listen to this to this day. We'll continue to. Uh, 1979, John Denver and the Muppets Christmas album. Oh, cannot cannot be beaten. It is the uh, the the creme de la creme of. Uh, childhood christmas albums i i do i do love that one um and i'm not gonna try and one-up you but when we get to it when we get to it uh, dude and it's a great and it's a great little movie little show it was emma otter's jug band christmas all of those songs wonderful wonderful there you go my kids kids hate it because i make them watch it every year but we'll get to we'll get to christmas we got a couple months we do. We do. Listeners we have to get do. to my favorite holiday first. Halloween or Thanksgiving? Oh, Turkey Day, man. All right. That's coming as well. Listeners didn't know they were getting this kind of knowledge tonight, but we are dropping it. This there evening. we go. We don't have a so, lot to talk about. so No, it's international break, so we're just making this crap up. Steve, speaking of making crap up, you got anything weird in that mind of yours bouncing around? <laughs> you know, Dave, as a matter of fact, I do. Um and I would like to applaud you for calling me out on making it up because that's a wait. No, no, I, I don't make this up. This is fact. This is 100% pure fact supported by evidence that I had on a computer um, that was mysteriously stolen by, you know, um, the CIA for obvious reasons. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so yeah, England fans must be feeling pretty low right about now, getting relegated from nations league group a and i think now is the perfect time to call out gareth southgate as being just an automaton he is nothing short of a robot created by the fa to put some soulless lifeless piece of shit in a suit parade him out in front of you know however many fans of uh england soccer out there so that when he inevitably loses and plays really boring soccer and picks the dumbest lineups with the stupidest tactics, it's just, you know, it's fine because he's not real. He can't be real. How can anybody with a, a, a clear human mind look at some of the shit that this guy does for the England national team and think, yeah, that's a sound, logical person? It's impossible. Harry Kane on corner kick duty. What the fuck is this guy smoking? The dude can't score a free kick. What makes you think he can score off a corner kick? If you want him to score, your best chance is having him in the fucking box, not taking the goddamn corners. It just, it it baffles me. The other point that I'd like to make to further prove that he has to be a robot is his insistence on picking such an unlikable fucking person as Harry Maguire to be their star center back. The dude is in such garbage form, but he's consistently picked ahead of other better options for the England team. I mean, shit, it took how many months before Dyer would get called up and he had been easily, not even arguably, easily a much higher performer than Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire is an arrogant prick who thinks far too highly of himself and yet 
constantly finds himself in the starting 11 and you know it's just a blame game you know it can't be his fault at all and you know what for once i agree with you uh mcguire it's not your fault it's southgate's fault for constantly fucking picking you and putting you out there but i can't really blame him either because he's not real he is just a a creation by the fa for what reason i don't know um maybe to make england fans even more miserable so that their government can get away with doing whatever bullshit it is that they're doing i mean fuck you had boris johnson for how long that can only be the byproduct of having such a boring national team led by such a boring fucking person to lull all of you into a sense of complacency that's the only explanation that makes sense in my mind do you guys have any rebuttals against that? I can't rebut that. I was I read an interesting quote from McGuire. It was either today or yesterday. Like he was he made some comment like how he knows he knows he's going to take heat because after all, I'm the I am the Manchester United captain and the starting center back for the England national team. Like it was like this really poor attempt at a humble brag that was nowhere even near a humble brag it was like kind of a screw you to whoever was like steve him. said arrogant prick yeah that that, that would be that's an arrogant prick arrogant thing prick. to say yeah said it said it just fucking uh maybe it. harry kane should have said uh i i accept some responsibility because i am the england captain not, I'm going to take some heat because I'm the Manchester United captain. Yeah, the Manchester United fucking captain who got fucking benched and their club turned around because he got fucking benched. It's true. He's Harry Maguire is such a piece of shit that I've gone from I've gone from just saying he's a garbage he's a garbage footballer to actually loathing this dude because of his fucking arrogance. I like I hate Cristiano Ronaldo because of his arrogance. I really hate Cristiano Ronaldo for the other shit that he's done. I hate Harry Maguire because he's fucking arrogant. And he's not that great. Yeah. You know, like, I don't like... I don't hate him as a person. I hate Ronaldo as a person. I don't hate Harry Maguire as a person. I hate Harry Harry Maguire as a footballer. And and the fact that he thinks so much of himself just to, to to make that quote is just fucking outrageous. Manchester United hasn't been relevant in years. Dude, in talks, years. He talks like uh like he's watched Zlatan too many times and is like, yeah, you know, I can <laughs> I can talk like him. I can I can be like Zlatan, except he backs it up. That dude fucking performs well into his Zlatan you know, Zlatan is cool, man. I, I like Zlatan. I like his arrogance though. Yeah, but he backs it up. That's because the thing. he delivers. He's yeah, because he delivers. He delivers right. Yeah. You know, and he doesn't go out there saying, "Well, I'm the best of the world." So even though I'm having a poor run of form, you know, it's it doesn't matter because I'm the best. It's like he doesn't do that. He's just he's Latin. You know, you know, it's like Zlatan, a cartoon almost. <laughs> Zlatan was on. Uh, I I want to say it was uh, it was Conan O'Brien's show, but um, when he was playing in the MLS, asked him like straight up they asked him straight up so you know how are you scoring all these goals and and and, and how are you having success in the mls and he went well it's the mls 
<laughs> right. You know, I mean, and and that, and then you know, th- that's backing up what you say is like when you go out there on the field and you produce. Harry Maguire doesn't do that though. He's just, <sighs> he's just got a giant head. Just a giant that's head. That's true. It's true. That's his claim to fame. He's got a giant head that that a thick skull on a giant head. All right, so Steve, I agree. I guess that uh, Southgate's a he, he's a, he's a robot. Is that what, that's what your claim is? Yeah, he's got to be a robot developed okay. by yeah. the FA to just distract people from sure. what's actually going on in the country. That's that's yep. I'm sticking with that. You know, another thing I want to talk about while we're on international. Stephen on Stephen on. I I have a I have a big I have a big ass tattooed right here. Stephen on. Steven, on. that's fantastic. That's that's good. Dude, did you guys know Slatan is forty fucking years old and he's still playing? And he's really good. He like is at a high. He's with AC Milan, right? Yeah. Yep. Thirty-three we... goals and sixty appearances since twenty twenty. This dude's we... fucking insane. Would it be okay if we talked for a minute about it? And I've I've avoided judgment on this for a while. Nike and their kit, um, their general kit line. Like, I, w- I was just looking up. Spurs are signed <clears throat> with Nike until twenty thirty three, two zero three three. And like, I for the last several years, I've I've watched you know lackluster designs and just thought, oh well, it is what it is. Um, and then I, I see, like, I noticed with the England, um, the England kit now, like all the styling details are the same as all the other Nike kits that that got put out this year. Oh, uh, the just, U.S. too. Yeah, the U.S. is the same thing. Uh, just Barcelona. Like, remember a couple of years ago, um, the year that Spurs had the green away kit, which I like. I have that one. Um, and then they had it had like the blue shoulder action on on the same home kit, um, and it had like the lightning bolt pattern on the side, which at first I thought was cool until I saw every freaking team that had Nike. The, the, had that the same blue lightning. pattern on the shoulders looked like football shoulder pads. It was Kinda weird did. to look maybe, at. Maybe that's why I liked it. I don't know, but. Uh, is that what we're talking about? Like Nike is terrible. I would love, I would absolutely love to see Spurs in Adidas or Spurs in Puma for 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 that matter. Just well, there was the argument that Under Under Armour was doing the same thing. Like they Under Armour had a couple of really great kits. They had that cool gold kit, right? And then and 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 then it kind of just got out of control. And Nike's gotten out of control. Like the wetsuit kit this year. But it's all based it, on the same patterns, right? Like yeah, you're same, seeing it. At, you're seeing it at Barca. You're seeing Liverpool. it at Spurs. You're seeing it in the U.S. men's national team and women's national team, uh, England. So it's it's not. In, and I'm sure, like a lot of these designers that that these different companies bring in are the are, do the same thing, but Nike consistently puts out garbage, garbage stuff. Like you didn't see Nike put out Galaxy kits for every any other club right mm-hmm. right you didn't see them put out that that style the the green shirt which which are uh i i've only seen once like in person well not more than once in person but our friend jason weed has it um and and he's got that sunny kit from that that green kit that's it, it looks great actually in person with the with the pink on the collar and yeah i like, like it it's one of my yeah, favorites. then that yeah, and I and I think that looks. I think it looked fantastic in person. I didn't think it looked great on the field. But they never wore it that year, mm-hmm. right? Just like just like Steve's uh, Harry Winks jersey that he had to buy the the, the mm-hmm. purple one. 
It looks good in person. Doesn't look great on the field. So I mean, like, what is Nike doing? What are what are these kit companies doing? The U.S. the U.S. squad um, watching those jerseys out there the other day it didn't look that bad. I would like the U.S. squad to wear. Um, I thought they were going to be wearing all white, but I would like to see that that kit in all white with the shorts and and, and that and all that. Um, but they looked they they looked eerily like Spurs out there with the with the navy blue with the navy blue pants and socks and and the and the white top I'd love to see I'd love to see the US come out in all white uh against against Wales in that first game I don't know what it'll it'll happen but I mean that, that I think it'd be really cool to to see <clears throat> So I don't think it's I don't think it's a, a terrible kit itself I I I think that people a little bit overreacted but when you Put it in like the context of the England kit, where there are actual colors that they have to, a color scheme that goes with it, or Spurs, where it's the purple and then black and it looks like fucking Jacques Cousteau, fucking deep sea dive. <laughs> you know, like why does it look like a wetsuit? It doesn't have to look like a wetsuit. Doesn't have. I to. get. You know, I, I I know that Spurs every couple of years put out a purple kit. You know, and we love the purple kit, waiting for the purple kit, but they haven't. Nike's not done it in the past couple of years, and that sucks. I just want to see it all black. Give me an all black away kit. Oh, that'd, that'd be look. fucking super dope with gold that'd lettering. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. Would love to see it. All right, that's my that's my Nike rant. Sorry, thanks for indulging me on I that. I love it. I love it. I love it, Dave. Sweet. Uh, I still like Adidas kit better though. Just saying, they fit better too. Um, let's go closing thoughts. Steve's got to Steve's got to get out of here. He's got stuff to take care of. Steve. What are your closing thoughts as we wrap things up? You know, I, I'm just going to leave you guys with this because in my little research that I was doing off to the side, I, I came across this quote. And I think for a, a Spurs pod, it would be an injustice not to share this. <clears throat> it's going back to our boys, Latan. Um, and this is a direct quote from him. Arsene Wenger asked me to have a trial with Arsenal when I was 17. I turned it down. Zlatan doesn't do auditions. <laughs> perfect what a great perfect. final what a great final word from steve <laughs> it's fucking great it's really slatin latin doesn't do auditions <laughs> wicked spursy doesn't we, do i wish we could have left it at that that would have been fucking great <laughs> wicked spursy doesn't ask for sponsors they just come to us <laughs> oh god uh, well done steve mike how about you Closing thoughts. Um, so I know that last week we promised a special guest. Um, unfortunately, scheduling conflicts didn't work out. Didn't work out for us uh, in our favor this week. Uh, we will have Keel on another time. Uh, talk about um, Vermont Green. I can't say Vermont Green did just put out the other day. They sold. They have already sold before the winter, five hundred uh, season tickets uh, in a twenty five hundred capacity. Um, stadium that's so yeah hopefully that translates into um and i know they take all of their money and put it back into the club um and the players and the coaches so i think that's a great thing for them looking forward though we have a little thing coming up on the first um the the north london derby is coming up and 
slide. Dave's shaking his head. Dave's shaking his beard over there. Let it slide. Let it slide. Um, It's coming up, and uh, I can tell you that very, very soon we're gonna find out who the who the top of the league is. Um, We know that Manchester City is there, but Spurs. This game between Spurs and Arsenal early season is going to decide top of the table. And you know, coming into it. Spurs have played some some teams that have been, you know, iffy, top of the table, or, or middle of the table, or or lower in the table. Uh, Arsenal has played a bunch of uh, recently promoted and bottom table teams. Uh, I think that Arsenal is not as good as they put forward. I do think Gabriel Jesus, though, is the real fucking deal. And I think he's going to score over 20 goals this year. I think if Spurs can shut down... Jesus in the uh, being able to be creative in the box. Uh, that's their main thing. I, and I think that Spurs will will triumph uh, for once, you know, on the other side of North London. So, um, but you have to shut down Jesus. The, the, the guy's a phenomenal talent. There's a reason that I wanted him at Spurs and nobody else did. But... Um, he's going to score a lot of goals for them. We have we have our own guy that we brought in, uh, Richarlison, I, that I think is going to be um, an amazing energy and talent off the bench for us in that in that match. Uh, and whether he takes the place of uh, Son or Decky or even Harry Kane in that game, or maybe he's brought out as a fourth attacker, depending on the situation. I think that uh, I think that Spurs have the better players. Um, I think Spurs have a better defense, and I I do think that Arsenal has a better midfield. But I think that we can overcome that, and I think that that Spurs in the end uh, take home a three-one victory uh, with with Decky and with Bentinker scoring, along with Harry Kane, who loves to score in the North London Derby. Little decky, little little silky pudding, and a little hairy silky cane, pudding. You're saying, yep. I might get you a know, thirty my... kit. I might get another thirty kit. Ooh, listen to you. Listen, to you. and you're gonna put pudding, pudding on the top. Is that I might, I might idea? just put pudding on the back <laughs> with, it, with, with an apostrophe on the end. That you, you need that. You have to have the apostrophe if you're dropping the G. No question. I, I could never wear that around. <laughs> Definitely an indoor kit, right? <laughs> an indoor, an indoor kit, like a home, a home kit. Just a yeah, in my house. It's an early yeah. game. It's an early game. We know we know the the digs against Spurs on an early game, though, guys. Is it a is it like a lunchtime game there? So like the super early. Yes, class, it's right? a seven thirty a.m. Yeah. start in the U.S. So I think I think I read the other day that um, Spurs have not won away against Woolwich since like twenty ten. Does that sound right? Yeah, it's bad, but I think this is the year. Yeah, I, I listen, we had I, we had a shot that was the year that Lamella hit the hit the Rabona right the Rabona. Yeah, that was was that two years ago. That, that was very recent. Two years ago? Um, yeah, it was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, two two seasons ago. Yeah. He won the, um, the, he won the award for it for the yeah. award. Yeah. I, I agree. I think I think the uh well, first of all, the situation indicates it should be a an excellent match. And uh I like I like Spurs. And I'm excited to see what happens. And next time we record, we will know the answer. So 
this has been wicked spursy listeners we appreciate you thanks for thanks for uh sticking with us even though our 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 guest had uh some conflicts on the scheduling side we'll bring that to you very soon mike you get to wrap us up with all of the uh closing final words that get said so on behalf of steve don't be an asshole and on behalf of mike i had to try and throw that out there because I just saw Lucas do a thing like he did like 10 coys. Um, <laughs> but uh, guys, just be safe. Uh, I had to work this weekend and a number of our patients were COVID patients. So COVID is still out there. Um, mask up where you have to and just be safe. There you have it. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>